Hello, and welcome to another episode of Diplomatic Not PC. My name is Daniel Jang, and I'm the host of this podcast. Uh, the topic of this episode will be right versus legal. Um, just to make it clear, I'm not saying we should live in a world with no laws. I'm just stating that sometimes laws should be looked at and actions should be looked at at an individual level. You know, I guess that's what the justice system does, right? Um... I'm a person that tries to boil everything down to the simplest parts, to the uh, common denominator, right? And at times, this is a problem. Uh, to simplify things, it's a problem because we don't live in a black and white world. You know, we live, and there are a lot of gray areas. Um, and I believe that most people live in the gray world. And I guess some people don't like it. I don't know. Some people do. But anyway, for example, uh, how many. How many laws do we break every day without really thinking about it, right? Like if you drive in America, if you drive uh, just traffic alone, traffic laws alone, you know, I think people would break two or three without even thinking about it. Like speeding, I, I, I would assume that most people speed, right? Um, not stopping for a full three seconds per stop sign. I don't do that. I mean, I don't know many people who do. <laughs> uh, using your phone when you're driving or jaywalking. Um, and it, things that are not traffic laws, uh, like pirating movies or pirating music, you know, like back in my day, we had this thing called, um, oh, what's that called? Frostwire or LimeWire. Um, and people would like risk a huge amount of computer viruses just to download music, right? Whereas nowadays, uh, Spotify is pretty cheap and it's free, you know, like you don't need to pay for Spotify if you don't mind the ads. Um, anyway, uh, this is from, this is from Forbes and it states that laws versus agencies, rules and regulations, uh, table compiled by author. Looking back, there have been a total of 88,899 federal rules and regulations since 1995 through December, 2016, uh, <laughs> as the chart shows, but only 4,312 laws. So I guess it's saying that from 1995 to 2016, there are, are only, quote unquote, right, only 4,312 laws. Um, and I would assume some of them are minor things, I don't know. But you know, like, because I tried looking up how many laws there are in the U.S., and it's just, no one knows for sure exactly how many laws, because each state has different laws. And not only that, each county sometimes have different laws. So it's, it's hectic, I know. Uh, the problem with that, I think, uh, problem number one is that laws don't expire unless specifically said so, unless it's written that uh, it, it expires, but it doesn't, right? Like most laws don't expire. And that's a problem because a lot of laws, I would assume, are uh, outdated, you know, quaint, if you will. Um, what's that? Like there's an episode of Park and, Re Park and Recreations where um, like there's a law or there's a day where they throw Ted in the in the river or whatever it's supposed to say tea right like during the the tea revolution or whatever um but 
they misread it because they can't read, they can't tell if that's a A or a D at the end. So they gather up Ted's and like throw them in the river, you know, and like the whole episode just goes on about um, we shouldn't interpret the law, you know, we should just take it literally. And like that alone is ridiculous. But anyway, uh, I don't consider myself a cynic, nor am I an optimist, but I try to be as realist uh, as I as I can be. Right. And I believe that most people don't break the law, not just because it's a law, but just because they're decent human beings. Right. Like, for example, most people don't kill or steal things because it's just not the right thing to do. Um, but anyway, uh, I know that the justice system is in place precisely for this uh, because not everything is in black and white and each person has a right to defend themselves before a judge or a jury of their peers. Um, and the judge hand his, hands out sentences depending on the case, right? And depending on the situation, like, uh, like a certain judge would hand out a different sentence or um, after the trial rather than a different judge, right? And each judge is different and the way they look at things. Um, and I just want to point out that just because an action was taken and the action was against the law, I don't think it wasn't the right thing to do, right? So for example, uh, I'm a father and like in any situation where a daughter or a sister or a mother, you know, or whatever, um, but let's stick with main family, you know, um, so if a daughter or a sister or a mother is abused sexually or otherwise, um, I don't know, like, can you really fault the family for like going after the, uh, the attacker? I, I, I find it hard to, to fault them. You know, for example, there's a case right now where three teenage boys in Texas, uh, three teenage boys, they are being tried because they killed a, or they beat to death a stepfather who uh, allegedly beat their, or sexually abused their nine-year-old sister, right? And I'll just read it. This is from um, the Texas paper. I, I forget. I don't know. It says, uh, two Texas brothers were arrested on suspicion that they beat their stepfather to death after he allegedly sexually abused their nine-year-old half-sister. The brother's friend who, uh, the brother's friend who, sorry, the brother's friend was also arrested for playing an alleged role in the killing. Alejandro Trevino, uh, 18, faces aggravated assault and engaging in organized <laughs> criminal activity charges. His brother, Christian Trevino, uh, 17, and their friend, Juan Uduro, I'm bad with names, I'm sorry, 18, are both uh, facing capital murder and aggravated assault charges in the death of Gabriel Quintanilla. Uh, who was 42, who was found in uh, McAllen, Texas, fueled by a farmer on January 20th, uh, valleycentral.com reports. All three are being held at Hidalgo, Hidalgo County Jail, 
Um, the beating allegedly occurred after the brothers found out that their stepdad had an accused of, has been accused, I'm sorry, had been accused of inappropriately touching their half-sister, police say. Uh, maybe the teens shouldn't have, this is me now, uh, maybe the teens shouldn't have beaten him to death. You know, maybe, actually, no. I don't know, right? I don't know. Like, who can fault them, right? Like, I, I cannot. I, I, can, <laughs> I cannot, good conscience, say that, you know, they're guilty of uh, any wrongdoing. But anyway, uh, another example is on July 2020th, July of 2020, the city of LA closed their beaches due to COVID-19 epidemic. Uh, many people went to the beach anyway because it's their right to do so, I believe, and they believed. Uh, and the sheriff stated that he and his deputies will not follow the ordinance because it is anti or it is un-American is what they said. And I agree, right? I think, um, if anything, the law the law's first job should be to protect to protect the citizens from the government you know um, that should be the first thing that they should do like the law should do right so if you're going to follow any law that's the laws you follow right uh, most i mean all the amendments like we covered last time all the amendments are cover i mean are protecting the citizens from the government you know not the other way around um and another example of laws that should be looked at or or whatever is um, gun laws, right? So each state has their own gun laws and self-defense laws, but it mostly boils down to two, uh, three, depending on who you ask. But the two that it boils down to is called stand your ground and right to flee, which is also known as uh, duty to retreat. Um, stand your ground, as the name suggests, any person can defend themselves when feel threatened, even on public property. Uh, when someone enters your property, as long as you can prove the action happened on your property, you can defend yourself using any means necessary. And I think that's very important. I uh, personally believe that everyone should stand your ground, but or should be allowed to stand their ground, but that's just me, right? Uh, the right to flee or duty to retreat, also known as, um, as the name suggests, before defending yourself, you have to prove. You have to prove. The defender has to prove that you had no other options that you can take, uh, that you could not retreat, right? And this is from Wikipedia. Uh, in law, the duty to retreat or requirement of safe retreat is a legal requirement in some jurisdictions that a threatened person cannot harm another in self-defense, especially lethal force, when it is possible to instead retreat to a place of safety. Uh, even if a burglar breaks into your own home, your own home, you know, um, you have the right, to, you have to run away, you have to run away or give evidence that you could not run away. And that is ludicrous. Um, I, when I first read this, I, I couldn't believe it either. But there are multiple cases where, uh, especially places that have uh, the, du the duty to retreat law in place. Uh, like on the top of my head, I know that 
uh, Massachusetts, New York, New Jersey, um, the more left-leaning states, I would assume, all of them have due to the retreat. And I don't know. I think that's quite silly. Um, if someone is threatened, you know, like wherever you are, right? If someone is threatened and they need to defend themselves, they have to have the ability and the right to defend themselves. And of course, I, I get it, right? Like you don't want uh, people to shoot willy-nilly. Like it should be, lethal force should be the last option. But to be criminally charged because you defended yourself, I think is uh, pretty crazy. But anyway, in my, in my humble opinion, uh, this is, I guess, the crux of my argument kind of thing or the topic at hand. When an individual tries to take someone else's rights, they themselves have lost their own rights, right? Because if you think about it, like what is a law or better yet, like what should laws boil down to? I think laws should, at its simplest form, be whose freedoms are being infringed upon, right? Um, like in the case of the break-in, obviously, the person who is, I mean, person who's in the property that's being broken into, is the, their freedoms are being infringed upon. And they should, like, they should have the ability to defend themselves, right? They should have... Right. Anyway, I'm sorry. Tangent. Um, all in all, written laws are necessary, of course, especially when we have a population of, what, like 340 million plus, and some would argue that even misguided laws uh, should be followed because the society doesn't crash. But in my humble opinion, um, we human beings should consider every actions that we take and the outcome of each action, you know, not just obey the law because someone said so. Like going back to what a law should be, right? Uh, whose freedom is being infringed upon? I think that can go to like any situation. You can boil it down, I think. Um, like for example, even car accidents, right? Even car accidents, uh, insurance companies, not in every state, but in certain states, um, they look at who's more at fault, right? So, for example, um, uh, like a clear-cut case would be if it's a red light and someone runs the red light and hits a car, not only hits a car, but even if the guy who runs the red light is T-boned by someone who has a green light, obviously the person who ran the red light is at fault, right? Like, that's undeniable. But... Like certain states, even that, even though it's 100% the guy who, even if it's 100% the fault of the guy who uh, ran the red light, like some, some states would hold the other person, like the person with the green light accountable. And that, I don't know, I think that's silly. Um, but anyway, this is just my humble opinion and if you have an opinion, if you have any questions, please email me at diplomaticnotpc at gmail.com. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Have a good day.